So this week's Parshish Parshish Mitzayra, it's also Shabbos HaGadol. So let's see if we can connect Parshish Mitzayra with Shabbos HaGadol. Let's see what lesson we can take out. So the the Parsha says, um, Parsha talks about the Tara, the, you know, the purity process for a Mitzayra, someone who was Tomei for being a Mitzayra, and starts off saying, the process involves that the Mitzayra takes two birds, and one bird... He, he, one of the birds he shachts, he slaughters the bird, and he and he squeezes the, the blood into water, which comes from a stream, which is called Mayim Chaim. And he takes the other bird, the Kayin takes the other bird, dips the bird into that mixture, and he, he spritzes the blood on, on the, on the Metzairah. And then that, other, that second bird he just sends into the wilderness to go free. The, what are the one of the... How does he spritz the blood? The Pasuk says he takes the two birds and he takes eight arrows of shnitzailas for Ezev. He takes a, a, a piece of a, a cedar tree and shnitzailas and an Ezev, which is a shrub called Ezev. And the Eben Ezra says, he says this is a quote, part of an Eben Ezra. He says, And a bias that had saras, and someone was telling me from coming into contact with a dead person, they're similar. And here's the key words. And they also are like the Pesach Mitzrayim. Pesach Mitzrayim, by Pesach Mitzrayim, we know they took an Ezeib and they smeared the blood from the Karim Pesach on the doorpost to avoid Machs Bechars. So we see already here in the Eben Ezra is connecting Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and it's connecting Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and, um, and Saras and the Mitzrayim and the Tyrus and Mitzrayim. So we already see a connection. But furthermore, if you look back in Parshas Shmais, where, at where it seems to be the, the turning point when, when a Kaddish Baruch Hu decides now is the time to, to reach out to Meshach Rabbeinu to, to, to write before the story with the snare. He says, mm-hmm. In those days, mm-hmm. And the Klai Yisrael was screaming out from the And they were crying out to Hashem. And Hashem heard their cries. And Hashem saw That's the Pasuk says. And Rashi says, What happened? What does it mean by Yomas Malch Mitzrayim? He died. He says, Rashi says, that uh, he became a Mitzrayim and he was chill- killing the children of Yisrael and he was rinsing in their blood. So you see already another connection between Mitzrayim at the very outset of Gulas Mitzrayim, that the turning point in Gulas Mitzrayim, and Gulas Mitzrayim was when Para became a Mitzrayim. So, what, so what's, what's, what's happening over here? Why, why, first of all, why, was it, what is, why is it that the turning point for Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim happens with the power of becoming a Mitzrayim? And what does it mean he was bathing in the blood of Jewish children? Why was that? Why, why did he think that was going to help him for Tzeras? Maybe, maybe that was some sort of a remedy at the time for the thought Tzeras, but obviously it would seem, seem to be something more than that, and if that's at, at the point that Klai uh, was, Hashem heard their cries. So what happens by, what is a Mitzrayim? We know, Chazal tells us a Mitzrayim, and we see, we learn it from that Pesach by, by Paroi, that a Mitzrayim is Chosh of Kameis. A Mitzrayim is considered to be dead. That's why he says, we almost have a Mitzrayim. He died even though he wasn't really dead, he was a Mitzrayim. And we spoke, I think we even said last week that a, that a Mitzrayim, Tzeras, is, a, is, is a, a, a type of death in a living person. This, the Tzeras itself is, is, is dead. It's considered dead, even though the person's alive. So it's a beginning of, of, of death within life. So when a person is the Mitzrayim, and the entire process of the Mitzrayim, there's two components that has to happen. First, we have to get rid of the death, to send it away, and then also, we have to be Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim, purify him from the death that he was connected with. So we see that the Mitzrayim process involves two birds. One of the birds 
we send away and one of the birds we shecht. The Medrash says, then why do you send the bird away? You send the bird away because just like you, you want, you send the bird away and it's never going to come back, you're sending the nega away, the tzeras away, and it's never going to come back. So you see from the Medrash that sending the bird is like sending away the, the tzeras, sending away the tzeras, you said the tzeras is sort of death, you send it away. But yet this person is still tame. He, he was connected with death. So what we do, we do a tara process. What do we do? We, we slaughter the bird, we take out the blood. We know the blood is, is the place where the life of, of, of animals and people is in the blood. That's the Pasuk tells us. And, and, and we then put it on mayim chayim, living water, which comes from a spring. And we smir, spritz it on the mitzvah. And that's part of the process to bring the mitzvah back to life, to reconnect him, take him from his tara, and he's connected with life. So it's a two-step process. We get rid of the death, we send it away, and we also mechaya, we bring back to life the mitzvah. That's, that's the process over here of the taras ha-mitzvah. So by mitzrayim, we ask, so we ask two questions. We said, what, what is the connection? What, is, what does it mean? We see in the Avon Ezra, we didn't ask the question, but we see in the Avon Ezra there's, there's some similarity between the taro what happened by Marcus Becheris, not the taro, what happened by Marcus Becheris, smearing the Ezra on the door of the blood, that's something that has to do with, has to do with the taro of some Tzairah and even Thomas Mace. What's that connection? What does that have to do with it? So let's go back to Mitzrayim for a second. Paroi became Mitzrayim and it says that he died. And that was the pivotal point at which the turning point of Kali Yisrael and uh, to, to Hashem heard their cries to let them come out of Mitzrayim. Why? What was happening? What was going to happen? What was the what was the what was the accomplishment of Klai Yisrael leaving Mitzrayim? The accomplishment of Klai Yisrael leaving Mitzrayim was that Klai Yisrael was going to leave Mitzrayim, and they were going to receive the Torah Matan Torah, and they were going to receive the Torah Har Sinai, and, and not only that, Klai Yisrael was going to bring the world to its fruition. Meaning, the tachlis of the world was that Klai Yisrael should receive the Torah, and that was going to that's starting now. It's happening by Tzitz Mitzrayim, but they were being held in Mitzrayim. By, by the Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim were refusing to let, they wanted to keep them there. They didn't want, they didn't want to let the world come to its fruition. So what had to happen, what had to happen is Mitzrayim had to be destroyed. Mitzrayim had to be killed. And then Klai Yisrael started the world anew by leaving Mitzrayim, bringing it to its fruition. We know Nisan is a chaydash of at the time, blossoming, that's when, that's when Mitzrayim happened, because that's when the world came, came to, to life, as it were, that it was bringing it to life. But, just like we said by a Mitzrayim, that there's two components, you've got to send the death away, and you bring the Mitzrayim back to life. By Tis Mitzrayim, the same thing happened as well. Mitzrayim was destroyed, Mitzrayim went to Misa, and Kali Yisrael came out, L'chaim, Kali Yisrael came out to life. The Makas, we know the Makas Becheres, we said it was called Oid Nega Echad, one uh, Nega, we spoke about it last week, that Makas Becheres was called the Nega, like a Tzaras almost, because at that point, that's when Kali Yisrael went L'chaim, and with Mitzrayim, they were killed. That same Rega of Chatzais. And we see, so we can answer, first of all, that when Ezra says that by Makas Becheres, when they smeared the blood, <coughs> that was similar to the Tara of Mitzrayim, because yes, because at that moment, Mitzrayim went Lamisa, and Kala Yisrael went Lachayim. So that's the same, in a similar way, to by Tzaras, Mitzrayim, we send, we send death away, and we, and we, and we other, others go Lachayim. But what, well, well, so why, we ask again also, why is it that Parai had to become Mitzrayim, and that was the pivotal point, when Kala Yisrael Hashem saw, now is the time to start get the Ugula process going. Because what, what did Pari do? Pari became Mitzrayim. We said a Mitzrayim is his of Kames. And Pari realized, I don't know if he realized, or his Mazle, or his Mazel realized, that the, 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 the end is near. He's destined to death, and Kala Yisrael is, gonna, is destined to come out Lachaim. So what did he do? He went and he shechted the children, the little children of Yisrael, to bathe in their blood. We said blood is the life source, like we said over here. That's where the blood is. That's what the Pasuk says. You're not allowed to drink blood, because that's where the life is. So he wanted to bathe in that future of Klai which is which is the which is the life of Klai maybe he could pull it back, and he could pull it, hold on to his 
hold on to his life, hold on to the life of Mitzrayim. Tyre represented evil. He wanted to hold Kal Yisrael back. It was a Meitzar, it was tight, he was holding us back. He didn't want to let us go out, come to our fruition. And therefore Kal Yisrael, and Kal Yisrael cried out to Hashem, no, we want to be able to go, we want to go Lachaim. We don't want the Mitzrayim to hold on to us and keep us stuck here and hold on to and prevent the world from coming to us. First, Hashem said, no, now is the time. Hashem heard Tzachasam, Vayedalakim, he saw their Tzaras, and now is the time for, for Yitzhak Mitzrayim to, to start, the Gula process to start. So we asked two questions. We asked, what is, why would Matthias Mitzrayim have started with the story of Taras? So the answer to that is because Matthias Mitzrayim was very similar to Taras. Taras is the person stuck with death, and we have to send the death away in order for him to become and go, go to Chaim. Matthias Mitzrayim also, we had to get rid of the Mitzrayim. We had to send the Mitzrayim to, to their demise, so Klai Yisrael could come out Lachaim. We also asked, and that's why the process, the Tara process, of, it, of the Tara process of, of Mitzrayim is, is also similar to Tzitz Mitzrayim. Just an interesting thing, we, the, the Ebenezer also throws in Tumas Ames. By Tumas Ames, it's interesting, we're saying, based on what we're saying, you could ask, Tumas Ames, you only touch the Mesa, but you don't, you're not death itself. But it would seem that, no, that even a person touches, comes into contact with Mace, there's some sort of imprint of the Mace on him. And, and we even actually do see that in the Tara process as well, because we, by the, by, by Paraduma, the person who, who spritzes the mechatas on the person who's Tame Mace, and that person then, that's part of the process to make the person who's Tame Tar, but that person who threw the water on him, he becomes Tame. So in a way, also, almost like the death has got to go somewhere. So it transfers over to that person temporarily until he becomes tar. But you see, again, even this process, though, when you come into contact with death, we got to get rid of the death and allow the other and allow the person to hold on to hold to hold on um, um, to life. But what's that? It all sounds a little esoteric. What is that? What in a practical sense? What do you think? About, we have to think about it in this way as well. The Mitzrayim represents meitzar tightness. It's holding on to a person, preventing a person from reaching their full potential. Mitzrayim. Literally at the time, prior was trying to hold back and prevent the world from reaching its fruition. But it's true. It's true. The world is true for every individual as well. That when they're stuck in their tsaras and they're stuck in their difficulties, it's holding a person back and holding a person from, from coming out and reaching to where he can go. Just like Pari was trying to grab the life source, the life force from the young children, the future of Kali. So he wanted to hold on to him and didn't want to give it to them. He wanted to hold on to himself and make himself alive. That's true. The tsaras. Evil tries to hold on to us and hold us back and tries to prevent us from reaching to where we can get to. And we ha- everyone has to understand that, that the process is we have to just throw off that death, disconnect from it, disconnect from the maids which is holding us back. How do you disconnect? You say, it's not for me. I'm not held back. That, 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 that constriction is not relevant to me, even though it's there and you have to deal with it. But the point is, I'm not going to be constricted by that. And once you're not going to be constricted by those things that are holding you back, then you can go Lachayim and you can go to reach your full potential. And specifically, and most pointedly on, on this man of Pesach, when we say Pesach all the time, it's the time that generally a person has to grow in steps. But the Pesach you can skip, just like Hashem skipped over. And we can skip and we can, grow, we can go great levels in a quick manner. So Pesach is a perfect time for a person, a person to think about those things that are holding them back <coughs> and what they're trying to accomplish and recognize that if you just let go of those things that are holding you back, you can go and reach great heights and reach your full potential. And that's a, it's a great lesson we see by, uh, that, that just like a Metzairah gets rid of death and he goes Lachayim, every person can get rid of all those things that are, that are holding them back and, re- and, reach, and reach the greatest heights. That's the job.